What's good, everybody? It's your boy, the Double R, the Ravish, and Rudy. And of course, as always, I got to the right of me, Jared, the Daniel McGain. What's going on, world? Up now, staying warm out there. Yeah, it's cold as hell. Wherever you're listening to that, I'm going to let you know in the South, we freezing out here. Freezing, freezing. Now, of course, you know, you know, I do have another co-host here, but you know, he says he's in route, but he ain't never in here. And that is NTG. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and start off with a little things. First of all, today's show or this week's show. Um, I'm taking it back to our original station, and I'm playing some of the songs that we had on there. Since now I'm on a bigger platform, I'm actually gonna share some of the music that we got on there from the past four months on that channel. And today is going to be Wave Syndicate, so big wave shit today. I hope my boys listen to it. And I hope y'all also give them them plays on Spotify and Apple Music because them boys deserve it. So y'all, it's going to be y'all's day. Again, it's going to be big wave. And then as a side note, um, I seen this thing on TikTok and on Facebook. People been giving little flip hell because he said he wants some versus versus T.I. And I seen the dis- most disrespectful shit on little flip saying, hey, he going versus T.I. with only two songs. First of all, I like to point out, I don't know how old y'all are throwing these jokes together. Flip is a king in Texas and DJ Screw helped met that man. So after uh, the wave syndicate playlist is made, I actually have my little flip and DJ Screw playlist done. It will be edited and finished, and it will be on the podcast later today. So today's music we have would be the big wave syndicate. And I'm going to show y'all that little flip got more than just one song. Now, apparently, you know, he might have his own fans or people who listen but this is going out to the people who are disrespectful as hell and they need their ass beat. I think people was kind of, I think people was tripping on Flip or whatever just because of like, I guess how he was, I guess what he was talking about trying to get paid just to just to do it or something because uh, first, I forgot his first number he was talking, then he went up to like, like 500,000, then he went to like, what was it, 750 or something like that? I mean, like he kept going up and people was like, like who was flipped just because he ain't been on the I mic mean, in a in a while. But the shit he gave was actually cheap to the rather what they paying everybody. It's more of the joke of like who was flipped this first of all, like you gotta be a real like music connoisseur to like understand where flip is coming from from this. First of all, flip has legendary hits. If it wasn't for, <laughs> if it wasn't for like copyright and troublement, I would get, I would actually play. I can do that as our <laughs> intro to the to the channel. I actually, I think I might do that. I might just like do a little snippet of the beat sometime. But Flip has hits, and I don't like how, you know, people out here clowning him. Like, Flip. well, yeah, because people, you you really need to know. They people really need to keep opinions to themselves if they don't know the history behind stuff because they need there's a lot of people don't i feel like the the bulk of these people that's trying to clown bro don't know about that really big <laughs> beef that him and ti that's what i'm they, saying that, that like was, that we old crazy. enough to that remember i remember all of that. That's what i'm saying we old enough to remember the ti and flip beef yes yeah 
Now, I won't lie that, yeah, my man T.I. did his thing on the beef. I fuck with Flip more than T.I. At the time, T.I. was a little bit more booming, so people was going to ride with that. Right. But people can't sleep sleep on Flip. And I'm not saying that as a fan. I'm saying this as a, a music listener that he can't be slept on. But when I do this mix, and I hope it gets shared out, people will understand the origin of Flip, because Flip deserves more love than what he gets. So we're going to dive into the uh, the nerd talk before we get into anything musical or anything in that nature. We got to talk about some acquisitions here now. Sorry that NCG, yeah, that's him, can't be here right now to defend uh, his PlayStation fandom and lifestyle. But me and the Daniel here are Xbox till we die. And <laughs> I don't know if y'all seen the news, but Microsoft snatching everything up in the streets. Everything. And every label. Every every source of gaming. And so I seen that our last acquisition was what the people who make Call of Duty. Activision, Activision yeah. yeah. They bought them boys out for for uh for a boasting seventy billion. Yeah, oh, I mean, we got it. So you know, we we can. Like, good gracious, man! Like, why you gotta keep flexing, Microsoft? They gotta flex, but no, I. You're but right. you're right. But no, because I feel like after all that talking, you know, like Sony and PlayStation fans were doing like, oh, we got all these exclusives, and yak yak yak. What exclusives? Right. What like, exclusives? That's, that's really like. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I like both. You know what I mean? But whenever you got those those people that come up. And they want to do the console war. I'm thinking myself. At the end of the day, you have to have competition in order to be a war, bro. Like when you got Microsoft buying out everything, it's like exclusivity is starting to become less and less within the subject for y'all. Like, what is well, still got Spider Man? Oh, they still got Spider Man. nobody give a goddamn. I know Spider Man. No Miles Morales, nigga. I'm just saying. Like, they they got it, but it's like, bro, it's just. I mean, I always, and I always told people, even if I was to get a PS5, I wouldn't even buy Spider-Man, bro. Like, Spider-Man ain't, ain't even up there with Batman, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, the only the only thing I would say <clears throat> that PlayStation got still that I would have to have a PlayStation for is they got the rights to Capcom. And right, your fighting games, yeah. Well, I just one it. in particular, because that Street Fighters, uh, like, developers... So like that's the only, but if it's like how last Street Fighter was, it'll come to both consoles. So I don't know like, are they gonna keep it just PlayStation esque because Sony owns the rights to Capcom? I don't know how it will go down, but I do know that if it does be that way, then sadly enough, I might have to get a PlayStation. But that's only for that. But then I look back at it, the last. Street Fighter they dropped was like a compilation of all like great Street Fighter games. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was good to me. Yeah, like the whole Xbox and PlayStation thing. I look at like the whole Android and Apple thing. It's like, it's like you gotta people gotta realize the difference between popularity and like quality, like basically quantity over quality. That whole deal. Now, it's like, like I- people like as far as the gaming goes, like. It's like Xbox is obviously more powerful. You know what I mean? It's like the the specs have already came out. It don't lie. They always have been. 
Xbox is always out there on PlayStation as far as power and efficiency. That's it's just it's just the truth. It's no debate about that. Like that's why that's another big reason why I went to Xbox despite their exclusives. It's like at the end of the day, I'm gonna go with quality over quantity. Like to, I could care less about popularity. To be honest, I went straight to an Xbox because it was better with online play. That too. Like it like, was it was like it was the it was the the lead with when it came to multiplayer. Like that's what it does best. Like honestly, to me, it's to the point. If I want to play right beside someone, you know, I get a PlayStation. Like I'm playing like at the crib, right? And then you know, as you get older in age, and like you know, ain't nobody always coming to your crib like that. So online play. Xbox dominates that to me. Exactly. I mean, Microsoft made computers, so I mean, that goes without saying, bro. It's just common sense. And plus, you can also play in more places. Like, even if you ain't got a, even if you ain't got an Xbox, as long as you got a Microsoft account, you can still play on your cell phone. You can play on your tablet. You can play on your laptop or your or your PC. They basically combine with PC because they make PCs, so you can play your Xbox games on PC. We have a very popular subscription service called Game Pass. PlayStation has yet to have theirs. And it grows every year. Like, bro, like you, you can't lose Xbox. Xbox takes a dub and everything. See, with PlayStation, as soon as that PlayStation conk out, you just, you dead. Like, you dead out here. You ain't eating. Uh, it's just the way it go. <laughs> Xbox, right. you have multiple places you can go. So, yeah. All right. So, diving into the world of sports. Now, before I get into, like, my bulk topic, I got to discuss to my Cowboys fans out here. Uh-oh. Now, you know, I ain't got no room to talk. I'm a Dolphins fan. We ain't make the playoffs again. It was one win out of making it, so I can't really trash talk. Nobody's team. But how about them Cowboys? Y'all got to stop doing these bonehead things. Like, <laughs> you know, y'all can blame the rest for losing all you want to. And yet, y'all had – y'all was one penalty away for having most penalties in a game. But y'all can't blame the rest for y'all's idiotic mistakes. Y'all called a QB scramble with 10 seconds left on the clock. I don't know who the fuck y'all think Dak Prescott was. Mike Vick, that was the dumbest call i ever seen. And then then y'all think, oh, we got no time to spike it. You didn't have no time to spike it. Y'all deserve to lose. And I did say last week, I wanted y'all to win because I get tired of like the, the, the how about them boys memes and I, mean, I ain't won a Super Bowl since VHS tapes was out and all that stuff. I get, I prayed that y'all win, and y'all lost. And then now I'm just like, I'm happy they lost because the memes is fucking funny as hell, you know. And then they are, and then we still got uh, we still got some of the, the wild card games coming up. Buffalo versus Kansas City is looking lit. Personally, I want Kansas City to win because. Buffalo's in my division. Fuck Buffalo. Well, actually, I'm I'm kind of happy that they're there, but still, fuck Buffalo. Go Kansas City. Ain't Green Bay still in it too? No, they lost last night. Oh, thank God, man. Because <laughs> I know this past Friday, I was at my I was uh, at my barber's man, and we was watching the highlights, and mm. they was talking about Green Bay, how they were still in it at the time. And I'm yeah. like, man. Yeah, they lost last night. They lost to Buffalo, right? No, they lost to um 
who was they lost to the 49ers. Oh, that, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right, that I'm happy about yeah. because that's my most hated team. I, yeah. I hate Green Bay, bro. I, I, Aaron Rodgers is my most hated quarterback. I I, hate, I don't like that. I don't like that dude more than, than I dislike Brady, bro. Listen, you can't disrespect Aaron. Aaron's oh, good. Dis- oh, now, it ain't disrespect. I just I now, know, I'm, man. I I'm he, hoping I that. No, he ain't overrated. I, I honestly, he's carried Green Bay for like the better part of almost two decades now. But I Man. think like it's it's time for him to. Uh, I mean, it's time for him to leave Green Bay. Green Bay has been shitting on this man for a long time. I wouldn't say he carried Green Bay. The man, it's, the it's, man's it's, it's more Green about Bay. the. It's more about your other players too, because you can have the best quarterback in the world, and you could you could have uh, crappy receivers and and crappy running backs, and you still gonna lose. Like the quarterback don't make the team. It's all about the people who actually running the ball, not the one passing it. That's just, but that's just my take. That's See, my take. I mean, and that some of that is true, but if you got a world-renowned great quarterback, they can lead your team to like the promised land. Yeah. Now you you know you can be average and have great players around you. Sometimes that don't work, but well, if the quarterback is great by himself. Like kind of like what Cam was doing when he was lit with the with the Panthers or what Mike Vick did in his prime. Yeah, yeah, uh, can lead a team, but yeah, if all has, you if all you can do is throw the ball and you don't have people who can run it, you're not gonna go nowhere because all they're gonna do they're gonna miss passes, they're gonna they're gonna fumble when they get hit, and you know they're not gonna score. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. Aaron is like the definition of carry team because my man Green Bay sometimes be trying to like be cheap as fuck and like give him like. Like the, the sometimes the bottom of the barrel talent, but when you are great talent yourself, you can like carry like sub part. Well, that part I do agree with, but that's just that's just my most hated quarterback, and I can't I can't stand Green Bay. Now, going into the world of uh basketball, so this story next to me is near and dear to me. Um, yesterday was. The anniversary of Kobe dropping 81 against the Toronto Raptors. Now, there's many sports moments I say I am glad I witnessed and seen with my own eyes and experienced and whatnot. And that was probably one of them. Like, I can remember, like, everybody has that one sports moment where they feel like, I'm happy I watched that. Like, you know, and looking back at it as I get older, that's probably like one of the greatest moments of I can say of my life. Like, I physically watched, and I remember exactly I was in fucking ninth grade, and I stayed up and watched that fucking game. Tenth grade, I stayed up and watched that game. Like, I stayed up the whole time, and it was funny because we was getting blown the fuck out, and I was about to go to sleep. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I always watch every Laker game on Sunday. I'm going to stay up and watch it. And then it was like, my man like dropped 55 in the second half. No fucks gave, hitting shots everywhere. And then it's like, and my man was busting everywhere, man. Like he was hitting shit everywhere. And then it's like, I stayed up and it was like unbelievable. It was like, you know, you know, some older people, they, some of them fabricating, saying, like, oh, I was there when Wilt dropped 100, or I seen that. Not a lot of many people had televisions or even witnessed the game to see Wilt drop 100. But I can sit here and say that I stayed up 
that whole night and watch this man drop 81. And then I watched it again um, last night because it was the anniversary. And it's like, now it kind of hits different when the man's passed and, you know, time has went on. And it's like, looking back at it, it almost brings a tear, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, everybody can hate, love Kobe, whatever, but can't deny that the man was one of the best gamers, one of the best ballers. And to see, like, to see him do that in lifetime, like, I remember, like, watching commercials and then, like, this shit coming back on. Like, I, and then, like, the whoever downloaded it, like, on YouTube or whatever, like, it's the same shit I watched damn near, like, 15 years ago. Like, I watched this whole thing, like, develop, and it was, like, it was probably one of the greatest moments, I would say, <sighs> I witnessed as a fan. Like, that was, it was real deep. It was real. <sighs> yeah, because you already know me personally, like, uh, <laughs> Me, I wasn't a Kobe fan, but I've always, I have always respected his game, though. You know, it's just like how Jordan said that he hates Isaiah Thomas, but he respects his game. Yeah. That's how I feel about Kobe. Like, not like not in the least bit, like not in the least bit at all a Kobe fan, but I do like, I, you know, you got to get the man his credit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he did his he did his thing when he was out there. It was like just watching him, like just pull up, hit threes, dunk. It was like he wielded us to victory because he knew. I think that's, like, the one thing I would say that's missing out of, like, today's game a little bit. It's, like, there's only a few people left now that, like, got that kind of, like, dog-esque mentality to, like, will your team to victory now. Like, not a lot of people have it. Some still do. But then it's, like, that's some of the game that's missing. But it happens over time. Like, things change, games change. Can't stay in the past forever. But that's one thing I am kind of, like sad that it's starting to weather away is yeah. the talent. Now, on a personal note here, uh, so me and the Daniel McCain, one of our uh, college professors passed away uh, this week. Uh, he was our math teacher. And his class actually like developed our intelligence <laughs> of, of math but overall his class was always fun Definitely. and i enjoyed this semester well i had him twice so i enjoyed both times i had him i enjoyed like just him teaching us and then you know when and i didn't even know he passed actually until you know, sometimes social media is a blessing and a curse, but this one was kind of like the blessing because I was actually just chilling and then I was like, damn. And then I hit Jared up and then, you know, he's seen it. We couldn't believe it. And it was right. And, you know, this this is just an opening to like another discussion I was going to have with Jared. But um, other than our college professor who passed away this week, have you ever had a teacher or a professor, you know, you don't have to name drop them or not, but if you do, you know, it's okay. But have you ever had a teacher professor who has gave you like the will to like succeed in like everyday life or, you know, have you ever had that teacher or professor who's like 
maybe brought you down a peg and you wanted to prove them wrong and you know you did it yeah um definitely uh as far as teachers that have uh impacted me in a in a in a very positive way that made me go that extra mile um i would definitely the first one to pop in my mind is definitely uh uh bob costa bob costa from uh from college um he was my uh, psychology professor um and uh shoot in another class too i think i can't i can't remember what it was but it was one of those advanced classes um in the in like the upper hundreds i forgot what it was though but i do remember me talking psychology too but i remember i wasn't getting it like it was a it was it was just something because it was something I had never been taught before, and uh, I told him I wasn't getting it, and uh, he waited until the class was over, and he told me he'd get with me, and uh, and everyone left. He came to me and everything, and um, and he just he and just he had just that talk with me, where, you know, where he made eye contact and he told me, you know, you can do this, like I know you can. I've seen what you like your work that you do. I was like, this is you know just another subject. He's like, I know that you can do this. Like I I know that you can get it, and um. And I was just like, okay, but even when he told me that, you know, it, it meant a lot to me that he told me. But it's like I still didn't have the faith in myself because I just, I just know me or whatever. It's just like if I'm not into something, it's like it ain't gonna click. But he just, like, he really wanted me to get it, and so I just gave it my all. And long story short, um, that was the year when I came out of when I finished my my semester with a three point six nine GPA, and. Uh, I uh, passed his exam, and I was four points away from making the president's list, but I made the dean's list that year as well. Uh, so I ended up passing his class with flying colors, and uh, you know, so he was definitely a great example of a professor who, who really, he just like, I guess he he just he gave me the talk that I needed to to go that extra mile that I didn't have the faith in myself that I thought that I could go. So definitely he's one of them. I will. For me, I will, you know, I, I've had teaching in college and high school, elementary, you know, um, I have two different uh, perspectives of it. The greatest teacher I have ever had in my life is Mr. Knight. I knew you was gonna say Mr. Knight. Yeah, Mr. Knight. Yeah. You know, because Mr. Knight, Mr. Knight knew that Mr. Knight knew how to push buttons to a student and get the best out of them, regardless of like. You mean like constructive criticism in a way? He like push buttons like that, or you just mean like just the right strings to pull at the right time? All, every every aspect of it. Like he'll know like if he was a a troubled child, he knew how to like you know nurture you, but not in the way that he was babying you. Like you came in his class, he knew you had some shit going on, maybe in another class or if another student, he'll handle that. He wouldn't like automatically just send you to like the office or he wouldn't automatically send you like outside or he wouldn't ostracize you with in front of like the students or, you know, he knew how to handle every child in every aspect of like life. You know, like there were some kids maybe who didn't have it all or like, you know, maybe had some going on at home. 
he wouldn't take that out on them. You know, he wouldn't like listen to you. He would guide you. You know, there was times like I seen kids who wasn't the the smartest light in the the room or the sharpest knife in the drawer, but he would mold them to at least know what he was teaching. Like he would teach it in ways that all students will understand. Like he's one of the first people I can say that who didn't follow like a syllabus. He taught his way and his way in multiple ways and it got through to everybody. And, you know, he's probably one of the first teachers that made me also love my reasons I love to read. You know, he helped, you know, he helped, don't be looking at my phone. He, <laughs> not for real, like, he helped ways, like, just bring out the best of me to, like, help me be the person that I am, like, today. Like, because, you know, I, I don't know if you ever had to have him, but he used to make us read books during the summer. Like, I remember when I went up from eighth grade to ninth and I had him as my English teacher. I had to spend my whole damn summer reading and had to, like, do a report on it. And I do it every summer. <laughs> every year I had him, I had to do the same damn report. And, you know, like, then looking back at it, I was like, why the hell am I doing this during the summer? But then as I get, I got older, then it was like, it helps helps me out like to read and and I still have that that love of reading. Like it doesn't have to be for like a class or has been for like a certain area. It just helped me like keep my love of reading strong and then learning more of the English language and then like knowing that I know a difference between like certain words to say. Or if I'm writing something, I know, like, to choose the correct words in a sentence, how to make a sentence flow without having sentence fragments, you know, such things like that. And I am very happy that he did that for me. And I will say a teacher who helped me learn to do stuff in spite of them. It was my old Spanish teacher. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Her name is Miss Marcel. She was raggedy as hell. Damn. You know, I, I don't know if she ever would listen to this. I don't know if it even would make it to her. I ain't quite frankly, I don't give a damn. If someone even like let her share this, they fast forward to the part where I talk shit about her, but that bitch was a piece of shit. Damn. No, like, she was embarrassing. She picked favorites. Yeah. And I remember the one thing she said to me, I will never forget for my life, and I don't care what I do in life, I will always do it in spite of her. She sat there one day. She was a horrible teacher. And I remember it was our exam. And, you know, kids was, like, asking, like, what do I got to get to, like, pass the class? I ain't even say a damn thing. I ain't say nothing. I was just sitting there. I already know I had a bad uh, grade in the class. I know I had to do extremely great. This hell going to look at me and say, Mr. Martin, you can 
make a hundred and you still fail in my class. Uh, and then it was it was which was not even true. But the fact that you had to yell that out and like try to make fun of me, I didn't even like bring that up. You know, I didn't even raise my hand to ask. She just decided to like go down to each name because she got tired of people asking. I even had to put me out there like that. And then I also remember like one day people was like sharing their dreams of like what they want and like aspirations, like what's one thing they want to get out of life. And I told her my dream is always to own a 1964 Chevrolet Impala. She looked at me and said that was the dumbest thing she's ever heard in her life. Wow, man. And she was like, you can't get a car like that. You know, you're going to have to get yak, yak, yak and do all this and that to get that car. Mm. Guess we got it. Yep, you got it. <laughs> I just that, I just that, wanted that, to be known. That shit nice too. So sometimes teachers can nurture you to bring the best out of you. Some can just be dicks, but you ever have a teacher or a professor, whoever listens to this, younger people, older, whatever, you have a professor or a teacher who just brings the worst out of you. Uplifted, show them that you are the best. Well now I gotta give mine because I gave my best. Right. And mine is easy. Also in college, mm-hmm. math teacher. Her name was Miss Murphy. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> the reason why I, she made the list of the worst I ever had is because um, she was the type of teacher who, if you didn't do something her way, she would uh, she would um, basically fail you. Because I remember once she um. <clears throat> I, I I passed her test like I, she would always say show your work and she would give you credit which I did, but I did it the way the smart way to do it the short way and but I still got the right answers but mm-hmm. she told me she wasn't gonna give me credit because I didn't do it the way she taught it and she would fail me for stuff. So yeah, that that's not uplifting your students. That's kind of the not opposite. Really. Yeah. So but I'm gonna just keep that part short. But yeah, Miss Murphy, <laughs> Murphy definitely is my worst. <laughs> and it's your boy, the Rapture Rudy, and the Jared Daniel Kane. And to all teachers, don't do that to your students. Until next week, peace. <laughs>